welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Rick Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And we also talk about our lives, you know, because that's the real reality show. Us. Yeah, it's true. That's our little way of sneaking in the fact that we need to talk about other shit also. Guys, get used to it if you haven't already. Now's a good time to start. Uh, I wonder if we uh, snagged any new listeners from our um, most recent recap, which was last Wednesday. We recapped the first episode of the challenge, War of the Worlds. Oh, my God, you guys. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. You don't even need to watch the show. That's how compelling we are as recappers. Yeah, we tell you uh, scene by scene what the hell's going on. And, and you know, we do it probably about 11 minutes shorter than the actual episode yeah you're saving yourself some time and also you can do it in the car y'all and we are professionals we do have a degree in recapping yes um so go ahead and give that up a listen ashley's a recapologist Mm -hmm. Um, my mother was a recap i come from a long line of recapologists everything that we said was real up until ashley started talking about the long line of recapologists she really does have a degree and i feel like saying that kind of makes you feel like it's not real but you did go to school for 11 months Mm mm-hmm to uh, get a recapology degree from recap university. university and our principal was a principal at a university very strange <laughs> but you know this is a reality <laughs> television university so you know anything goes i just came back from getting an mri and i want to tell nick all about it because it was um a horrific experience so i don't think i've talked about this on the pod before but about a month ago i injured my wrist working out too hard i got a stress fracture um because i went to this gym well it was actually it was a very swanky workout class called um, Switch in Soho and Manhattan. They have a live DJ there spinning tunes while you work out. Is it DJ Spin Diesel? No, but it should be. Okay. And they partner you with a stranger. And I got partnered with a model. Now, a model's infamously weak. Was this person weak? No, she was like a fit model. Like she'd be uh, on the cover of like Shape magazine. Fitness model. That's yeah. different. That's different. So I broke my wrist because I was working out with her and I think I'm going to sue uh, models. I'm just going to sue all models mm-hmm. in general. Even like uh, like toy models. Yeah. Like any sort of like thing that has the Car models. Model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, model citizens. Uh-huh. All of them. Mm-hmm. They're all going down. Model model uh, governments in schools. You're getting sued. So I went to the doctor, blah, 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 about a month of uh, outpatient care. Now I have to get an MRI, make sure nothing has been missed. I go to get the MRI today, and I will just say right off the bat, I have been stupid for about two days. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm waking up and forgetting everything. I go, I show up at the doctor's without my insurance card, without my referral. Thank God Nick is home to uh, wade through my paper trash and find my referral and send pics. Um, I go get ready for the MRI and the guy's like, have you had an MRI before? And I said, yes, because I did in high school and I don't remember much about it because in high school I'm claustrophobic FYI. And so they gave me a Valium, but I didn't want to tell them I was claustrophobic this time because I didn't want to take a Valium. Um, because I got shit to do today, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I've had an MRI before thinking it, I just remembered being in a tube. Okay, that's all I remember is being in a tube. A tube-like structure. Tube-like structure. Um, I get 
you know, get in my little uniform, get ready. The two guys who are helping me, they're having the best time. They got lots of inside jokes going on. We're joking. They asked me if I want to take off my shoes. I'm like, you know what? I'll leave them on. You never know when you're going to need to run. We all had a big laugh on that. I get strapped into the tube. I got to lay face down because my they're doing my wrist. So my hand's over my head like Superman. And the guy's like, you don't want to move your head uh, to the side? And I'm like, nah, I'll just, you know, lay face down because there's like pillows involved propping me up. And I'm thinking in my mind, this is going to be like, what, two, three minutes tops. Um, And so he straps in my hand. I got my head down. And then he's like, here are some earplugs. And I'm like, earplugs? I got one. I can only put earplugs in with one hand. Very hard to do, by the way. Trying to get that earplug in the left ear. Crossing over. Yeah, when you're on your belly. I'm like, what's happening? And I'm thinking, they seem to be playing music in the booth. So I'm like, that's what the earplugs are for. Or I don't know. What what does he mean, the noise? And then right before they they crank me into this giant tube, I go, how long is this going to take? And he goes, 25 minutes. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it's a long time to spend in a cylinder. A Face cil- down. A cylindrical uh, shape. Face down with the loudest noises I've ever heard in my entire like, life. Like right over your head. I got one earplug hanging out. And then I start being like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, you know, because I'm like, face down. Are you allowed to move at all? Like you have no, to not allowed to. Move. I pulled my. I was doing like little bits where I was pulling my head up and taking sips of air. Um, and that is all I have to tell you. It was not oh. fun. I never want to do it again, guys. If you have to get an MRI, don't do it. Okay. I, I was waiting for a big ending. I thought they were going to shoot you out of that little thing like a cannon. No, they did at the end when my 25 minutes were up. He pulled me out and he's like, "You're done." And I was like, "Oh my, is it over?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like. That was hell. And he's like, yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah, no one likes it. Yeah, but you know what, guys? I know we got a couple MRI techs listening to this pod. Just give people a heads up. I have a question. What's up? Why not just lay on your side and take a nap? Yeah, why not? I couldn't. I had to be on my stomach. You you would have had a, a great uh, power nap, 20 minutes, and then five minutes of just really thinking about your life. Well, I guess I could have turned my head uh, to the side, you know, and laid like that, and then I would have gotten my air. What happened was is there was like pillows holding my head up, and there was like a little pocket to breathe, if you can imagine, like a pillow on my forehead, kind of like if pillow you were, on my chin. If it was some sort of, almost like if you're getting massaged, they have a little hole yes. for mm-hmm. your breathing. Uh-huh. But about 10 minutes into that, my giant head has smooshed the pillows down so my nose is like constricted and i'm like i think i'm being buried alive i don't feel like the size of your head has anything to do with smooshing those pillows down like that i think it might be the weight of your head i got a big heavy head (laughs) thick (laughs) thick thick head thick head it's big. It's large. So that's what happened, Nick. That's why when you texted me and you were like, are you okay? And I said, yes, but I can't talk. That's what that was about. Yeah. I, well, I, we don't have any results yet. So I guess cliffhanger on that. We'll figure it out. Uh, what, what What are the possibilities that could be happening with your hand? Torn ligament. That's what he thinks. And then what do you do with that? Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. They don't do shit. They won't do, I mean, maybe they'll give you like some sort of a muscle relaxer or something for pain, but like you clearly don't need it. Yeah. Because you like put off this doctor's appointment for like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you keep saying it's getting better. It is. I think honestly, you're dealing with something that's kind of like a sprain and you just have to sort of like ease off that wrist for about a year and it'll get better. I, I had a really terrible sprain once in, uh, in my wrist and it 
took a, over a year for it to feel normal again. You know what? I think the lesson here is don't work out. Never. Don't work Never out. Never work out because you also got hurt again working out. Yeah. I'm just... You got hurt I'm, I'm yesterday. falling apart, were, people. Yeah. You worked, you worked your little butt off at the gym and then you uh, came home and the following day until today... You're walking around like you're 150 years old, yep. asking me to pick up socks off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't reach it because mm-hmm. you're back. You hurt your back. It's all seized up. You threw out your, you didn't throw it out, but you probably pulled a muscle in your lower back. It's Am I right? It's stiff as a board. My dad says it's because I didn't stretch my hamstrings. I come from a long line of people with tight hamstrings. And that affects your back. It does. Uh, apparently, it's all connected. What is? The body. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. that's what they Not say. Not my body. My body is pretty loose, man. It's like a loose body. Just you are falling. like a little jello packet. Um, that's actually not true. I am like a jello packet, but I my body isn't loose. Very tight. That's kind of how I'm, I keep fit. You know what I mean? How I keep myself safe is that I make sure I never stretch just so my muscles are just real compact. There's not much movement there. Nick is you know the most I mean? tense person. And if I, I've tried to give him, listen, I'm a world-class masseuse and I've tried to give what? him massages before. I've given him little, just little, my, my talents are being wasted in this relationship when it comes to back massages. And I, I'll touch his back and he's like, oh, God, no. It hurts. It hurts when you uh, squeeze my shoulders and stuff like that. Here's my thing. This is what I want to know, Nick. Am, am I, is my body falling apart in January or is this just like seasonal affective disorder? I uh, imagine that this seasonal affective disorder, if you do have it, you do not. It does not manifest in like pulled lim- ligaments <laughs> and like sprained wrists. But does everybody just kind of fall apart in January and February? Is this just the time of I- uh, uh, everybody's body just being like, no, thank you? I'm fairly certain I'm living in January and February right now. My body's great. Yeah, but you're like a little bulldog. You never get sick. You don't get hurt, except for that time you hurt your wrist and then your knee. Okay, I take it back, but you're still like a little bulldog. Yeah. First of all, the wrist and the knee, there's about a decade in between. Mm -hmm. Okay? We Mm -hmm. can't count the amount of times that you've been put out on your ass in the past couple years. I mean, you're you're basic. You probably have the flu coming around the corner. Don't you you say that. (laughs) Don't you you say that. You know you get the flu three to four times a season. I get it. I would say I do get sick twice. I called my mom when I was sick two weeks ago. I was sick and um, she heard my voice and she goes, oh, you're sick again. And I was like, yes, I am. You know, we're not anti-vaxxers in this family, but we are anti-CVS. So (laughs) it's tough for us to get over there, spend time and get one of those things. You know what I mean? Is this just New York living? It's New York living. I mean, you're just walking around all day pulling muscles, (laughs) trying to help out the homeless and also... Uh, I don't know. I joined a local uh, politics scene in order where to you're going with this. change something in a neighborhood. You know, I really, honest to God, think that if I had been partnered with a regular-looking gal, I would be fine. But I felt like I had to really pull it out. I feel like I there was no effing around, no messing around in this class because this model was putting me to shame. And um, yeah, I just you know models are out there and they're hurting people, and that's really what the, so the you're, moral you're, is. Your new thing is just fighting models. I you think just it might fight. be models left and right yeah because i don't feel good about the way i look okay so if i get partnered with a model i'm going to try harder than i usually would because i'm just over there feeling um what's the word incompetent um first of all you look look gorgeous okay and it's not it's 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 not what you know i'm sure this this woman that you're working out with feels feels equally uh ashamed of their lifestyle right everybody's got a problem with their body i mean why would this person be in this gym working out you know what i mean (laughs) you only work out when you're 
feeling awful. That's what yeah. I've learned. <laughs> so only time to ever really lift a finger in the gym uh-huh. is when you really, if that other finger is going to be lifted, uh, I was going to make a suicide joke. It's not funny. Guys, no. So I'm just not going to bring it up. But I do agree with you, though. There's no other reason to work no. out. Oh, when you forget stress reduction, forget uh, depression please. reduction. It's only about and what being ha- dissatisfied. And what happened to you? You worked out, stress increasing. Uh, what was the other one you said? Uh, depression. Increasing. Yeah. All based on the fact that you went out and tried to do something nice for yourself and you really learned a lesson today. I'll never do it again. You I'll s- tell you that. You sit at home, you eat bonbons, and you watch reality TV. That's how that's... You could only be safe that way. So yeah. Anyway, never leave. Yeah. Never leave. Never leave the house. Seamless. And uh, Verizon Fios. You know what? Lily, the cat, she never leaves the house. She hasn't twisted one ankle. And she's rich. Yeah, she is. Lily, the cat, we found out, has we like, found out money earlier. stored all <laughs> over the place. She's She was apparently a rescue that we she got at- born rich. We got at a, a PetSmart. Turns mm-hmm. out um, she was born into a very, very rich cat family. Yeah, she's a princess uh, masquerading as a pauper. Her dad played Mr. Mistopheles and <laughs> <in> the original- <laughs> The original uh, Cats production, yeah. and uh, she's been living off that. I haven't seen a dime. Yeah, when are you going to put some of that money towards your food, cat? S- seriously, Lily, and you're eating food like almost every day it's these days. It's ridiculous. It's getting out of control. Yeah, we don't have time for that. It's getting out of cat troll. Um, that was worth it. Guys, listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some reality television, all right? See ya in a second. Hey, folks, we're back. So Ashley and I, because tis the season, cracked into the first episode that Hulu provides for the hit British reality dating show, Love Island. Guys, I cannot believe we finally watched this. Yeah, and I'll be honest, it was worth it. We only watched one episode. I know, I know, there's like 600 per season. There's so many episodes. They air one every day. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect because I didn't really want anybody telling me about it. But from what, if you haven't watched it yet, basically what you're in for is kind of like Big Brother mixed with like Temptation Island. Now, I will say, since we started this podcast, this has been the number one um, talked about show in my friend group where people go oh Ashley I know you love reality television have you watched Loved Island Love Island you know we have been watching Loved Island (laughs) it's a lot sadder you know these people have loved and do not love anymore (laughs) and now they're just islands they're just Um, an island now so this has been the one that's brought up the most I will say second is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race which we should watch and cover at some point which I've seen uh, episodes yeah me too but let's watch the first one one day yeah whatever I mean I don't want to make any promises just because you know how it goes you know as soon as we mention something on this podcast like thousands of people start going when are you going to do it hundreds of thousands So, um, yes, but Love Island, we did crack into the first episode. Don't really need to start. We're not doing this as some sort of a deep dive recap. We just want to share our thoughts and let you guys know if you haven't watched it, whether or not you should maybe crack into it. I will say a big thing keeping us away was the number of episodes. When you go to a season and there's like 40 eps, that's daunting. You don't want to get involved in that. And the first episode of the first season, I think it was 2015 it aired. It is um, is 107 minutes. 
minutes because it's like a special. Yeah, 107 minutes for the first episode. So it did feel like nine hours when we did watch it. Yeah. So we were like, we were like, okay, I guess we are going to commit to this. And I'll say right now, I would like to continue watching No, absolutely. I mean, there is 50 episodes in this first season. That is, I mean, we'll never finish it, uh, in my opinion. Um, It's really even, it's tough for us to finish a, a 16 episode season of a scripted television show. We just watch a lot of different things. There's so many things going on guys a lot of plates spinning and uh so i would love to watch it i I fear that you know cracking into this uh, by ourselves i mean not by ourselves together will really hinder us watching them Mm. uh together because the stuff that we do watch together it's usually like oh we're together and we have uh two hours before we're probably gonna fall asleep so we gotta make a choice and we have so many choices to make and things to catch up on that I just feel like this would be much easier if I could watch it by myself. I'm down for that. So maybe, we could do an instant hotel situation. Well, which I never went back to. Wow. Well, that's on you, my yeah, friend. Okay, sure. But you, uh, this is something that we're talking about together. When instant hotel, you went behind my back. <laughs> Let's not forget that. You'll never forgive me for no, that. No, no. And I'll never watch instant hotel. I hate that show. Your loss. Yeah. It's the best reality show of all time. I'll never know. Um, so I will say we watched about three. Three minutes of this Love Island before we realized we had to put on closed captions. Um, had no idea what they were saying. <laughs> and I don't know what that says about us, but like these accents that the, the fellas had on this show were pretty wild. The I, I did not understand what was going on. I would say even with closed captions for like the first 15 minutes. Hey, hey, what you think over there? Hey, come on over there. And then the closed caption would be like, I like her. <laughs> oh, that bird's real fit. I don't need, hey, so, yeah, I'll give her a run of the moon. Hey, hey, she works out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty wild. There were times in the closed captioning where literally it was just like an ellipses in parentheses, and then it was just like, don't know. Don't know. Closed caption was like, sorry. There's one guy. I'm doing the voice of one of the guys on there. It's a very deep voice, and he, he talks like he's like always in the pub. Like, you know, he's just. Yeah, but then the girls would be like, what you're doing seems racist somehow. And Why? I, and I know that we are the same race of these people, but still, it, it, it yeah, it's um, it, we couldn't understand. It, it them. was tough. It was tough. But it, it was fun to pretend to be closed caption because when they would say something and closed caption would just shrug at us, we would fill in the blanks. Yeah, it was funny. I mean, it it was it was funny. There was really just for me the the men were a little tough when they were getting their get when they were giggling. And kind of talking about the ladies and and doing their like kind of broy talk, and it got kind of real fast and lots of jargon, lots of uh, slang being thrown around. Now, here's what I found really interesting, and Nick, I don't know if you even know this, um, but the show, you know, the show has a host, a female host. She introduced us, and then we cut two segments with her in a live audience, which was odd. Nick, did you know that there was also a narrator? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was some British guy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. His name is like Ian or something. because Inert. They, yeah. <laughs> is that what his name is? It's like I-N-I-A-R-T or something. Yeah, because it, it, uh, it w- he would pop in every <laughs> once in a while, X on the beach style, and sort of tell us what's going okay, on. Okay, when he was talking, I just thought that was like another one of the guys there. Because well, I was, were lost, re- huh? I was, I was lost with the closed caption for sure. Yeah. Um. I will say right off the bat, this is just your classic, like misogynistic, sexist UK show. <laughs> yeah. From the stuff that we've dipped in in the in the British reality, it does seem that the men only talk about 
just having sex with the women and the women are just kind of like, yep, that's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, it, and the it, men are like, I'm going to fuck her in the ass. And then, yeah, it's oh, like, well, it's a uh, spoiler alert on um, cussing, by the way. This is going to be a dirty episode. Is it? <laughs> I think so. The show was so dirty. Yeah. Well, I just didn't think you were out the gate going to say, <laughs> I'm going to F her in the A. I mean, that's pretty wild. I mean, there are like children that listen to this podcast. Oh, my God. You just taught them a whole lesson in, um, in, uh, rape talk the british guys this show my god so much rape talk yeah it's it's really i mean there is like there was a little bit of that going on and and unfortunately that's the guy i liked oh you liked josh his name wasn't josh i don't i don't know it was the guy it was the guy without the fit body who was hanging i think he's joe i think that's john possibly oh okay well josh was the younger guy josh was the big built dude who the tan tall dark and handsome but also jacked guy no josh was the younger guy that she traded her boyfriend for uh, and the guy who was like 21 who said um watch out because if i get hard there's no stopping me Oh yeah, I don't know. They were those both those guys were having that conversation. I don't know if that was him exactly, but yeah, it might have been. It does not matter. There's ten thousand episodes of the show. I'm so I'm sure every episode there's like fifty sus fucking lines being said. But yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. I can get over it just because I just feel like the show itself is so fucking ridiculous. And, it's so and, fun. I mean, first of all, I'm okay with it the, somehow. The way that they. <laughs> Basically, so we haven't really even explained what the show is for yeah, those of you that are not going to crack into it. Here's yeah. what the show is basically. Let's do it, Nick. There's like a an estate, huge mansion that I guess is they call it Love Island. Don't know if it's actually an, on on an island. We haven't seen any island shots. I, I have seen some shore, but We've like seen shore, it, it's yeah. a beautiful mansion. Mm-hmm. It's got a pool. It's got a beautiful pool. It's like got it's it's got one of those like beach pools where it's like you, you kind of walk in on the sh- like the the shore and it's it's nice. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, seven guys show up, six guys, whatever. And show they, up one by one, one by one, and they all really just progressively get drunker and more like a misogynistic as they're speaking about the the oncoming ladies. And, and they're all so attractive. And, and the men were to die for. It's crazy, uh, really, just the most ripped model like men, yeah. very manicured men. Uh, some of them lots of tattoos. Some of them not so many tattoos. One funny guy. There was a guy who's funny who did not have a built body. The chubby guy. He's a little chubby, <laughs> but little like soft. in real life would be like completely not chubby at all. Yeah, but he was clearly he was a, a handsome softy. guy though. He's a handsome guy, and and uh, he, but he was the mouth. He's the mouth of uh, of the show, and everybody seems to like him a lot. And he was getting along with everybody just because he's clearly an alpha. There was actually one point where he was talking about he, this was the conversation that we had just referred to where with the crazy talk and, uh, this guy and that other guy who was like a ripped guy as well. Um, we're, we're just talking about how like the two fittest birds in the house are with them at the moment mm-hmm. and the way, and, uh, they said, well, we're the loudest. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was just a given. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were just kind of, even though they were the, maybe the smallest guys in the house, like maybe of the, on the smaller end of the stick, the both of them. Yeah. They just are loud. They're mouth. peacocks. Yes. And they're just alphaing people and they're funny too. Yeah. They're the two funny loud guys. Yeah. And so they're kind of chalking it up to that, which I, I was, you know, clearly is what's going on. Well, and I'm sure you love that. I'm not that loud. But you're kind of a peacock. I'm not at all. You're a little bit of an alpha. No, I'm ripped with tattoos. I'm on the <laughs> other end of the stick. I'm also six foot six. 
So these guys get here one by one. They're all getting drunk. They're all like, what's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. We learned that the biggest guy there who is uh, 31, he looked like he was seven foot tall, 300 pounds of pure muscle. He's only been single for two weeks. Yeah. These guys were also, they ranged in age, which was interesting. They're the youngest like was that. 20. The oldest yeah. was in his thirties. It was, it was interesting. Um, I did like that too. Um, and so they all sit there and they're like, where are the ladies? The host comes out. The host is like, hey guys, go stand by your buoys. And they're the all like, ooh, is she, who is she? Yeah. I've never seen um, a, a host of a television show get sexually harassed immediately. Yeah. But, you know, this is a lot of firsts <laughs> happening to us last night. So they go stand by their buoys in the uh, water. And what they do now is trot the women out one by one and they tell the women, hey, you get to choose which man you are going to be paired with in this house. This is a false premise, okay? A false empowerment premise. They bring this up as if the women are in charge. They get to choose. Um, as if, you know, as if uh, there's some sort of power to be gained here. But instead, right before that happens, they go, but the men can step out first if they definitely want to be with you. Yeah, so they'll trot one lady out and say, you get to choose whoever from all these six guys. And then the and and then the woman's like, oh, that's great. But when you step out of, of the house and you walk in front of them, the guys that really want to be paired with you can step forward. But you still can choose whoever you want. Yeah, like you're gonna pick a guy who didn't step forward. So now it's like the women are like, the guys are like, all right, let's see these women. And then like one of them comes out, and the rest of them are like, now nah, wait. And then the woman's like, uh, okay. So yeah. one guy thinks I'm okay. I've never talked to me once, but just basing <laughs> off of this. Does, most of the guys don't like me. Oh, okay. So this is really where the um, schlubby guy, I'm pretty sure his name is Joe. This is really where he shines, in my opinion, because the first person that comes out is this cute little blonde girl. Um, she's a Playboy money, bunny. She's just kind of like adorable and, and, and fun. And she steps out. And I, I think that because she was the first, yeah. a lot of the guys were like, I'm not going to step I'm gonna out. Wait I'm going to wait. see what's going on here. But the schlubby guy steps out immediately. Immediately he jumps up and he takes like two like three huge steps towards her yeah he like she, makes it uh, obvious that and, he wants her and then she so she picks him yeah and you know at this point in the first episode they seem to have the strongest relationship pretty much based on the way that this man is sort of treating this woman he and has handled it so he's well treating her like he's very giddy about being with her and that he keeps saying that i got the fittest bird in the house and yeah who knows listen we don't know these names we don't want to go through each one of them so they kind of each trot out one by one there's some highs there's some lows it turns out that first one might have been the one to pick yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> but i i don't want to necessarily speak on um you know attractiveness of women on this show. Like, I don't want to do that. But it's what... This is Love Island. We just right. got to do it. It's I, all based on attractiveness. I think Ashley and I both agreed that the women really lucked out here because the men seem to be more attractive than the women We are, got as a, a whole. A as a lot whole. of good-looking men on this show. And there's some very British-looking women on this show. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. one girl who... She's so nice, and she seems like a really great character, but she just looks like she's smelling Lauren, bad. Lauren has a stink face on her. The There's a time. rumor that she had sex with Zane from One Direction, which took up about 12 minutes of this episode, <laughs> which turned out to be a, a, a falsity. Anyway, so they go one by one, and there are a points in this where nobody steps out, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, great, now I have to choose from a bunch of guys who didn't choose me. Okay, yeah. thanks. Thanks for the power, host. Yeah. Um, 
they all get paired up. Uh, rest assured, this game is full of twists and turns. So, uh, you know, towards the end, in the middle of the show, they they the power couple basically in the house gets to sw- swap somebody out. She's the woman in the couple swaps herself out for somebody yeah. else, which causes some drama. Basically, they set themselves up for a lot of good drama. I don't. There has been. Here's what we have not seen in the first episode. And I do think that this is the difference because when we talked about X on the Beach UK versus X on the Beach US, the differences between the two uh, continents. Um, well, actually, we haven't watched any other European. Um, uh, so let's say the difference between a British uh, reality show, dating reality show, and American dating reality show, at least uh, not a high caliber one. What's the difference, babe? Fighting and sex. <laughs> yeah. So much more sex in British, so much more fighting in the US. Yes. But so because so, like there was not one bit of like anger drama in this first episode. When I kind of feel like if this was the first episode of this show, but an American version of it, one of these guys would have gotten drunk enough to fight another one of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that's how the, what the cliffhanger would have been. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and maybe not across the board. Yeah. But I kind of feel like you got being plied with so much alcohol. There's so much ego involved when people are getting swapped out and who's choosing who. All these men were very okay with the fact that the women were like, I like this guy more. I like your guy more. I don't like my guy. And they're like, yeah, let's trade up. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fine with me. You know, one guy gets like really dogged on in this first episode. Um, which is the jacked 31-year-old guy with all the tattoos. I mean, uh, his date, who picked him, and he, you know, stepped out for her halfway through the day or the next day, was like, uh, I kind of like this other guy. Uh, maybe and I can he's make like, it work. I like you. And she's like, oh, I'm not getting that vibe from you. And he's like, I'm telling, I'm telling you, you that right now. now. And she's like, well, tell me who else you like in the house. Because, you know, he's like, nobody. nobody, just you. He's like, mm, okay, but you can be honest. No, I'm being honest. And then, like, 11 minutes later, she swaps them out. And that guy's like, yeah, all right, whatever, man. Here's my issue with the first episode of the first season, okay? We know that these um, these these singles, these sexy singles who have been coupled up, we know they have a chance to win $50,000. But we don't know how they're going to win if people get eliminated. Nothing as far, like no rules or game format was laid out for this show. It all started as if we already knew what was going to happen. You know, they said, well, uh, welcome back to another season of. I think this started started. in the early aughts and then it was done for like, they, it was off the air for like a decade. Oh. um, As my intel has shown. But I feel like even if that is the case you can give me about a minute of up top explanation because i'm like how do people win is it from playing trivia games well, in the they, pool because that's all we saw they did they, they said they said in 65 days america will vote on the best couple america they said or excuse me um the england? world the, england, the world the world like it's a voting that's why oh. we're, we're it's every single day because it's happening sort of so here's my know. question is it a popularity contest is that all that it is I have no idea, really. Exactly. I assume it's like American Idol, but with a lot more tits. Do people get sent home? 
Um, I don't know. People definitely get added. We saw two yeah. twins show so up. So the cliffhanger at the end. in this episode was two twins show up, and they, before they walk into the house, choose two of the women to go on private dates with as soon as they get there, and they did, and that was where we ended. So that was the first episode. Um, Nick, what do you think overall? You I, think you'll keep watching it? Yeah, of course. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know why it's so much more fun to watch um, British reality. It feels like it is. Not for me. Because no, 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 the two no. that we've watched, I've enjoyed a great I deal. Prefer, I would have preferred to have watched, uh, I, I prefer, uh, you know, X on the Beach or I prefer this season. Are You the One. You know what I mean? So it's, mm. you know, I'm, 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 I like the American, I like the fighting. Y'all know. I want to see you guys, like the I want to see people beat each other up. You know, I will say, um, th- we did touch on the sort of attractiveness on the girls. It was interesting because we have had like UK reality stars exported into our MTV universe. We've had Kaylee, we've had Melissa, um, and these women have and, and a ton more now on uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah, and they're all they've all set the bar pretty high for what we thought we were going to be getting into with this um, Love Island and. This was seemed just like normal looking gals. They said they were models. Some of them were like, "I'm a model." They all seem to be like, um, like Instagram models. They all seem to be like the cutest girl in the small town. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't seem like model. Oh, you know what else I found interesting before we wrap this up on this show, um, love of Love Island, and move on to our other shows we watched. I found it interesting that the the word luxury was used so much that that was such a talking point and such a characteristic of who these people were. Everyone said, "I live a, a life of luxury. I'm a luxurious person. I only want luxury." There was just really the hitting this nail on the head over and over again with like. I'm rich and I only want to be with rich people. What do you think that's about? I'm not sure. I you think it has something to do with the monarchy? Maybe. We don't see that on Are You the One? We don't see that on X on the Beach, the American version. We don't see when these characters are being introduced, them saying, like, I'm, I only drive nice cars and wear nice things. I live a life of luxury. I only eat, like, at five star restaurants, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. The closest we've come to seeing that is with the Lindsay Lohan Beach House when those those people were being introduced. Well, these people are being introduced to the world. Uh, we watch. We tend to watch a lot of reality shows that are recycling through old reality characters from different franchises. Yeah, that's true. And so these people already have established lifestyles, and it's really like you know me from this show, and I'm here because I dated so and so, and I'm you know they have a thin yeah. But agenda. the first time we met people on Are You the One, they weren't like um, I only wear designer. You know, well, I think Are You the One um, likes to pretend as though it has more integrity than some of these other shows because they're really looking for true love, right? And so they want to make them. It's and it is at least the last season was casted as and also promoted as I'm the one who has trouble dating. I'm yeah. the one who can't who picks the wrong guy. I'm the one, you know. I'm the guy who always falls in love on the first date and gets his heart broken. Like so it's like the taglines really had nothing to do with how they were living their life but more about how hopelessly uh in love they can or cannot be. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's a great show, folks. I mean, uh, jump into it. I'm going to try to see if I can crush as many episodes as I possibly can throughout my lifetime, so. 
I have to say the hype is real. That's my the um, hype is real. That's my diagnosis. All my friends out there who came up to me and asked me if I was watching Love Island, and I said, no, come on, watch an MTV show so we can talk about it together. You guys were right. I should have been watching Love Island all along. I mean, and that's probably going to be the issue. I mean, you jump in any of these big old franchises that kind of work this way. I mean, I assume that uh, you'll get sucked in as well. Well, you know? I feel like, you know, that's another reason we have uh, never started with The Bachelor. I mean, that is like you know, ringing... Uh, uh, on all my social media right sure. now. Sure, uh, and honestly, it's just like a goof to me. It's a little, it's a little goofy. I'm not really interested in somebody pretending like they're actually going to find love or something. Like I want. Then more. why do you like X? Uh, why do you like? They're are not you the going one? to. Are you the one? Nobody stays together. Uh, not since that find... baby special after the first season has there been like a real fun like oh they're going to be great. Gianna and now, um... I only watch it now because it's a feeder system to all the other reality shows. It's, That's the only reason it's I like, watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I want to see who's up, who's new. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's the freshman class. Let's see them. Yeah. And I want to see them act at like assholes as yeah. well. I agree. Um so you know, watch it. We will. Yeah. Uh in in other news, in other snooze, um I've noticed something about one of my most favoritest shows ever, and that is uh, Vanderpump Rules. Um, I'm noticing that this season, although enjoyable, is a little too mature for my liking. Ooh. A little too. I think these people are actually starting to grow up. Uh Uh-oh. And it's becoming more of a forced situation to get them to act a fool. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that in the past couple episodes. I mean, there when it opened up, there was a lot of drama, um, you know, of uh, Kristen running around trying to out people for cheating and, you know, uh, um, people getting called, you know, people getting body shamed. And, mm. you know, there was like touches of things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sink my teeth into that you know, and most of it revolving around James, but really James isn't really doing anything on this show. And the rest of them are like just scenes of like them building a desk or planning a party Uh-oh. or opening a bar. And it's like, okay, I have been waiting for Tom Tom to open for, you know, a f- two seasons or whatever it is. Now that it's open, great. Somebody break a bottle. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I don't really i'm not trying to celebrate with tom and tom right now to watch them like realize a dream that they never actually really had but now pretend like they've had all their lives it's it's nice but i'm not in it for the for the feels now are you telling me that they're not introducing younger characters each season no they introduced lala the first couple that lala's been around for like three seasons now and even her it's like she's like namasteing all the time and like no, every yeah, she's like that's like everybody's trying to be all zen and shit and not fighting, and they're like they're you know her father passed away in the in uh, over the pat you know the last season or the you know between two seasons, and it's a lot of her being like I got to be good for my dad, and mm. everybody loves Lala. That's mm. the other thing she's invited to everything, so it's like except for James. James is the odd boy out, but he is like been that way, and honestly, it, it, he he's on so many strikes with Lisa. That he can't really get drunk and act a fool, and I, mm. I don't think that he will. Um, he's upset, but still, he's still like showing up at parties, and people are like, "Hi, James!" Like, you know what I and mean? And who's it's like, his girlfriend? 
I don't Rachel, I think her name is, but yeah. she's just like too much of an ancillary character who doesn't really start much drama except for the fact that she's backing up her boyfriend, which why wouldn't she? Her boyfriend seems to be really nice to her. So what do you think the answer is? Like what's the solution? The answer here? would be new blood. Yeah. And I don't but I don't love that because I it takes a while for new blood to click. Right. And it seems strange. Now there is a new person on the show, um, Billy. Uh, Billy is a trans woman and she really, that was like, her, I was like, oh, Billy's like a main, main person now on this show. She was introduced, I think last season. She had a little bit of drama with everybody where she called out, she, there was a, they threw up a, a party at Sir, um, and uh Katie. i overheard this it was it was yeah. it was a labeled as a girls party it was a girls party and then and like and but billy, billy wasn't, wasn't invited. invited now billy had just been like defending james for calling katie fat for like two episodes katie was the person throwing this party yeah katie didn't invite billy billy wrote uh you know it, it sucks to be a girl and feel left out at my own restaurant on twitter um, a bunch of people kind of uh, um, replied to her saying like, oh, wow, like these those girls are transphobic. Mm. She liked them. Mm. And then it was about a half an episode with like all of those Lala, Katie, Stasi, all these people just being like, you're fucked up, Billy. You know, I'm not transphobic. Like you just were talking shit about me and you're working that night. I didn't put your name on the flyer. You didn't come up with anything. Billy was hurt. Her whole thing was like, I've always been excluded from all the girls and now it's happening to me again. I mm. can't believe this. And she's got a kind of a point, like maybe just throw her name on there, but not if they're like fighting. Yeah. And like an episode later, like Billy backs down pretty hard and is like, I never said that. I don't think that. Sorry. And then okay. and Katie's like, okay, Billy, thanks. So it all gets wrapped up it with a bow. It all gets wrapped up. And it's like, I don't really want to see people getting, I don't want to see a transphobic fight, honestly. It's not the type of drama I want to sink my teeth into. It's too real. I have to say, I did overhear it when it, you were watching it. And I was like, I'm definitely going to go in the other room. Just because it felt too heavy. It was awkward. I mean, sure, I'll take it. But it's not exactly. And honestly, Billy was cool before she started like, Wanting to be on this show so bad, you can feel it. And to me, that's why she started backing James. She was like, okay, this is my horse. I'm going to mm. ride and into being like a main character of this show. Sure, bring Billy in. I just kind of feel like, I don't know. She's not really doing it for me. Um, James, you know, she's friends with James and it's like... I don't like when it looks like somebody's too thirsty to be featured in a storyline on the show. I gotcha. want that to happen because it happens and not because like... Oh, I'm going to basically tell Lisa like, oh, Katie always pulls the fat card out. Like maybe put down the sand. I can't, I can't, um, you know, I can't just stop being trans, but you could put down the sandwich. Like she was basically <gasps> saying that it was like, a, that was like a conversation. I'm like, Lisa was like, the f Lisa was like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even Lisa was thrown by that. Really didn't. It really made me kind of turn on. Oh, that's on, too bad. Billy. And, and honestly, I'm not a Katie fan, but. You know, I, I don't know. I, I've got nowhere to turn to here. Stasi for a second looked like she was being like kind of nutty with her new boyfriend, Bo, who like seems to be like a match made in heaven from her because she just has like a had a series of men on this show that were just like verbally abusive to her and like controlling. And this guy yeah. Bo is like a really f just like a fun dude that everybody loves. And mm -hmm. like she kind of made a fool of herself on her birthday. That's kind of Stasi's thing every season. There's an episode where it's her birthday and also Ariana's birthday. They mm -hmm. have the same birthday. 
And uh, this was the first season in like eight seasons or whatever it is that Ariana and Stasi were not fighting and were friends and through a joint birthday. And it was like, oh my God, this is going to be the first birthday where Stasi doesn't get too wasted and or like on too much Adderall and runs out of the party, you know, screaming and yelling and crying. And she got too drunk and then eventually started texting Bo like, uh, you know, why aren't you here? I hate you. And like turned her phone off. And then it was like a half of an episode of her apologizing to him and him being like, okay, that's cool. Sounds like they really need to, to put to, to fix this. Sounds boring. It is boring. I, I bet you we're about a little before the halfway point of the season. So there is still ample enough time. Would you be surprised if they ended it? Yes. Do you think this a, is just going to go on forever? I think it's going to go. I think I think you're going to see. Uh, I I don't think they end it until they have like some some serious spinoffs that you want to see. Are we going to see wedding specials and children? I mean, I know that, no, that- we, we, they do the weddings on the show. Like pretty much every other season, there's mm. a wedding. And then and, and honestly, those wedding seasons aren't, weren't my favorite either because it's just like the a or beer b storyline on each c on each episode is like planning a wedding and yeah i don't really care that much yeah so i don't know uh i don't know what 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 the future has for this show but i really hope somebody breaks a glass or something like that speaking of speaking of i watched a show with you that you love where lots of glass was broken right and it's um i want to say that you are slowly getting me into the housewife franchise real housewives of new jersey this season has been fucking wild thanks to like uh I forgot what her name is. Jennifer. I forgot. I Whoever forgot the new one. gal is married the, the to the new, plastic surgeon. Yeah, the new brunette who lives in the compound and uh, is her. She's it, bringing it. She, bringing it. Wow. I mean, she she had like two episodes in a row where like she just drank too much tequila and like acted a fool. Like mm. Acted a fool worse than I've seen people act a fool on these shows in a long, long time. And I loved it because the other the housewives, like they at this point, they know better than to get too involved in it. But they're also not stopping it. No, there. Well, there's a there's see, this is the thing that uh, watching this show for years and years would tell you what's going on. You know, there's a sub game going on here. You don't they're not outwardly saying it and you won't actually physically see it happen until the reunion when there are two there's two couches and Andy sitting in between and Melissa's faction is on one couch and Teresa's faction is on the other. Teresa and Melissa, this is kind of like the um, the Hatfields and McCoys if they were both McCoys. Wow. Because they're in the same family. They're just classic, always on the opposite side of each other. There was like one and a half fake seasons in which they were like, no, like me and Teresa are really good right now. Mm. Like, And now they've just been hanging by a thread this season, hanging mm. by a thread. I love Teresa. I think that she, I, I get it. Strong woman. Strong I get woman. it now. I get it. I'm sorry if I ever said anything negative about Teresa or the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I 100% get it. You know what got me to like the Real Housewives of New Jersey? What? When we watched the Real Housewives of Atlanta. For some reason, just watching that those first couple of episodes and seeing how things were laid out, it it implanted that model in my brain so now when i watch the real housewives of new jersey i feel more comfortable i don't know it's more watchable somehow uh when i was uh, i was in new jersey visiting my family last week and uh there was a they throw you know marathons of old seasons on before like the premiere of the new episode of a show and me and my mom were watching like one of the you know an episode that is uh in 
the Hall of Fame of is this reality. The table? This is the christening of Melissa and Joe's son. Yeah, I only know of this because it's been, it, it's talked about every time they I watch. It all the time. I, I watched that whole episode again. It was so good, um, and it really just hammers home. You know, nothing has been the same since Melissa has shown up on that show. You know, my mom reminded me that apparently they signed up. Uh, Joe and Melissa signed up for this show in season three, I believe it was. Did not tell Teresa. What? Um, and Teresa was the star of the show. Holy and shit. And so it's, uh, she has been pissed off about that for a decade. Damn, and, I would be too. And uh, and what's happening right now is Melissa, in, in the season we're currently in, uh, Melissa has brought in a friend. That friend talks shit about Teresa. Um, and then uh, Margie, Margie, M- big little Marge, um, <laughs> she is uh, Margaret. Nick's having a stroke Sorry. over here. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. So uh, is also on Melissa's side. And so basically, Teresa has taken the other two women on the show and has uh, and is aligned with them and, and won't and won't admit to the fact that they're acting nuts in in some ways yeah i mean one of them is danielle infamous danielle yeah um and that and the table flipping incident is really danielle that's not the christening that's a dan that's a uh uh, a another thing uh, the uh, the brownstone was a restaurant that um, one of the re, uh, people on the cast at the time owned and there was like a big event there and Danielle uh, got into a fight with one of the daughters of the other another castmate at the mm. time who was like 17 who was like kind of all fucked up like pulled Danielle's hair oh my god and then uh Teresa flip a table it was like there's a whole thing Danielle I gotta watch this episode Uh, the first couple of seasons of this was like season two because when they got rid of Danielle after that season they had to bring more people in and that was Melissa so Danielle has found her way back on this show and Melissa feels bad about what she did to Danielle I think Danielle needs a friend and Danielle is like uh Melissa you're gonna be my friend like or uh, Teresa you're gonna be my friend like I'm just gonna uh, start shit all the time and and I'm gonna back you for everything and I'm gonna lie behind people's backs and make you like me more and them less and manipulated her in a way but Teresa's I think smart enough to know all this stuff and Teresa's just really like listen you're on my side I need friends Melissa has her friends like I'm just gonna stick with you guys even though one of the people on her side literally, and brings us back to why we started talking about this, in the last week's episode, drank too much tequila, busted a wine glass on the table, and like held the shard of glass towards Melissa, like or like towards Margaret, one of them. And it was a wild scene that she was has been like at least three times so far on this being her first season of the show. Um, has woken up the next day and been like, boy, oh boy, I really messed up. I have to apologize. So... She's a winner, in my opinion. Uh, I like anybody smashing glass uh, wine bottles and trying to cut people with them. It, that, that's my type of reality. Speaking of winners, I do want to get into my favorite reality show right now, which is X on the Beach Season 2. And I would say that Nuris and Deandra are winners after last week's episode where they sent Farrah home. Farrah, who you liked in the first couple episodes and did not like in the last couple episodes. Yep, quick to like, quick to hate. What made you like her at first? I just thought she was fun, but as soon as Deandra 
Chandra and Nuri's got in there and she started acting weird towards them. And I let's stopped not forget, liking she, her. She kicked Nuri's right in the vagina. She they kicked said, her in the vagina. They said that a hundred times two episodes ago. I liked her in the beginning because I didn't really have anyone there to like. You know, there wasn't anyone there that I knew well besides Jose. And I was just like, uh, I guess I like the person that is being the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah. And then when, but when you bring on people I actually like that I have real relationships with, and Rob, I, and by real relationships <laughs> I mean I've watched them for more than two years on reality television and she starts messing with them i'm like oh i'll write you off immediately farah yeah um and rob then, is great yeah, by the way rob is great it rob has opened up a side of jose that we haven't seen yet which is what he's like in a relationship and here's the problem with that i loved it at first and now jose has just exposed himself as like a controlling emotionally oh, abusive so lover and i'm like rob get out of there rob save yourself and your beautiful hair yeah run rob just locks of rob, rob rob is great i want to watch rob do everything i want to watch rob make a sandwich big, um, news last, big news last episode is angela washed up on the beach hell yeah she did i was so happy to see angela how do you feel about seeing angela uh i love angela i think she's great i i want to see anybody that's going to be a shit starter immediately and I, you know that she was and you know what she did she was she did she is much like uh what we saw at the end of the first episode of love island they gave angela a choice to take any of the men on a date and she chose janelle's boyfriend mm-hmm. Or ex-boyfriend or Darian. whatever. Darian. It's, she Janelle says that he is her ex, but he's clearly her boyfriend because she's like incredibly pissed that he pecked Deandra on the lips. And I think this is just, I think what we're seeing here is someone who wanted to be on the show, who broke up with their boyfriend and was like, I'm going to say you're my ex and then we'll get you on the show and then we can be together. And um, I think it's backfiring in her face. Uh, Janelle, Janelle, uh, Janelle's not making a fan out of me. I'll tell you that much right now. Janelle, she's really a shit starter. I've never watched like whatever she's from. Bad Girls Club. I I just, I mean, I've watched the season, but I've never seen her on it. I never saw Angela's season either. So apparently she was a big wuss on Bad Girls Club. A wuss. So Mm -hmm. she would hide behind people Mm -hmm. and start trouble. Hate those. Hate those. Um, you know, it is the seasons of Bad Bad Girls Club where there was literal jumpings, where they were hiding in a room, a dark room, waiting for somebody to walk in and grab their clothes and they all jumped out and beat the shit out of one girl. That is my bad girls club. Now it's interesting because the season two, um, the, the singles, they are not, none of the women are, are compelling. I don't like any of the women. I don't care about any of the women. Morgan from Big Brother. I you know I know you like her, Nick, but I find her to be very boring. No, I like that she started a lot of drama. She caused a lot of fun moments. She she is the reason we got the Corey Brooks. You I'm know? gonna kill you, Corey Brooks. That was fun, but I just find her to be kind of just you know she's like a little mayonnaise sandwich. Um, I find... So let's I, be honest. When you were a kid, you probably ate mayonnaise sandwiches. I'm a mayonnaise sandwich. My name is Ashley Brooke Roberts. That's like a... Ashley that, Brooke mayonnaise sandwich. That is mayonnaise. That is just white bread. Um, I feel like I liked Maya until she did that weird stuff with Deandra. And then Janelle, same. I feel the same way about Janelle and Maya. I feel like I, I, was, almost, I was with them until they just got weird with Dee Dee. 
And I like, I like all the X's that are coming in. I love the X's that are coming in. Now, Angela has been introduced as a single. She can't get voted away. Yeah, legacy. That's big. She was on last season. So. Well, it's because Farrah went home, who right. was an original single. So then they replaced her with Angela. And um, I like Angela showed up and she went to Dee Dee and Nuri's and she's like, okay, tell me what's going on. And mm-hmm. Dee Dee and Nuri's are like, these two girls are bullying us. And Angela's yeah. like, I hate fucking bullies. I'm going to go bully them. Yeah. And then Angela just goes and gets into a fight with Janelle. Yep. And that's how they left us. Yeah. Um, and that's how we're going to leave you, folks. That was the show. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor. Scroll down on your Apple podcast app hit that little fifth star give us five stars baby and write something nice it really helps the podcast out and it costs you nothing um and also could you please follow us on twitter at reality blows pod email us at reality blows podcast at gmail.com follow me on twitter at ashley b roberts and follow nick on On instagram Instagram. (laughs) at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a T.O., I thought you were going to chime in there. Nope, nope. Um, What were you going to say? I cut you off. You just were struggling, so I just went for it. I was going to say, follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, listen, folks, that's it. Um, May the uh, whatever happen with the something something. And also make sure that you have a really nice Valentine's Day because that day, Thursday, that morning, if you you got nothing to snuggle up with, folks— at least you'll have one thing to snuggle up with. And that is our recap of the second episode of the Challenge War of the Worlds, which should be out on Thursday. So uh, go ahead and uh, make sure you're subscribing so you don't miss anything. Goodbye. Bye.